Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I am Devin Jordan. I'm with Rob McIntyre and Trace Armstrong. We are here to do our preview, our fantasy draft, our thoughts on the trailer for the Challenge USA, which will be live July 6th on CBS. We've gotten a lot of content on the different cast players, the first three minutes of the show. They've really given us a lot of media trying to boost awareness that this is actually going to happen. I am, I think there's a chance, so I, I thought about this before. I think there's a chance it could be good. Uh, I think I'm more optimistic yeah, yeah. about this now than I was a couple weeks ago. When I watched the preview of the first three minutes of the show, it definitely had a CBS vibe to it, right? You could definitely tell that their fingerprints were on this in a way that kind of shaped what it looked like in a way significantly different than the main show. So I'm really excited to see what the product looks like. And it really kind of hit me that it kind of hit me that the survivor people are on it, right? And they got a lot of bigger names or a number of bigger names, right? I I almost, Mm -hmm. when I was watching the preview last night, I couldn't (laughs) believe that Tyson was actually going to be on this. Uh, So for me personally, that'll be something that I'm, I'm excited to watch. Yeah, and I think it's fair to say this will be his only appearance on the challenge based on his interviews he's been doing. <laughs> That's probably he's not had kind words to say. <laughs> no, he he hasn't. Oh, I I agree. Yeah, I for me the big I think the biggest part of this is that outside of these Love Islanders, the rest of these people should like know how to play at, to some level. Like the Survivor Big Brother people for sure will know how to maneuver politically, and that's a part of the Amazing Grace as well. So uh, just the fact the majority of the cast has that experience and goes into what that mindset is promising to me. Could they not find another show besides Love Island? To They probably wanted them on. You, you, guys probably, it... you get a lot of influencer money involved, a bunch of people who got really popping cameo profiles. Like you know, just get I was about to say, you're talking about show. people who are like TikTok influencers here with Love Island. Like, yeah. It, yeah, Love... like, you, you don't think that's their motif, Devin? If you've got six-pack abs, then like they want you on the show. Is Love... That's not really like a CBS thing, though. Is it? Oh, I'm saying I mean, this is the this is the Buna Murray involvement. Is Love Island on CBS? I believe it is. It is. It's yeah, all CBS that, shows. They're all, all CBS, CBS reality shows. Yes. I'm thinking about this more. I'm almost kind of surprised that they even branded this as the challenge. They didn't need to do that, you know. But they I mean, they didn't. I, but that gets us interested. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I, I wonder how, how much of a factor that was, right? That there would at least be some base level of support for. Yeah, the, I think uh, that's really what it is. Like, love it or hate it of what the main challenge show is right now. The challenge show is a brand name that has literally been around since the year 1998. And so that brand carries weight. If it's in your portfolio, instead of trying to come up with a new name, just leverage a brand name that has a built in audience and introduce it to them because Paramount plus has made the challenge a centerpiece of the streaming service. So you want to drive subscriptions to Paramount Plus. How else can you do that? Well, let's do the challenge, but let's include, you know, these big names. So I think it's a good move, whether it's going to pay off for them or not. I guess we will find out when the ratings come out on July 7th. What did you think about the trailer? We got a minute. I really enjoyed the trailer. I mean, yeah. the trailer is just a trailer, so I'm not going to put much stock into that for how the actual season is going to look. 
Um, the biggest part to me was obviously just that for the end, the intention is to bring on challenge veterans or champions, which we would, had talked about a lot, but had never really been confirmed until that point. Yeah. Yeah, it was hard for me to imagine them doing a War of the Worlds final without Bananas, CT, Wes, and people like that. It just seemed like a bad I think idea. That was to just, the invite. Yeah, like it would have been a bad idea, but keeping them out of these earlier four shows is the right way to do it. Like that, if you're going to do this this way, make sure that it's, and you got to pay these vets for the final to make it worthwhile. Like the type of people you want from the main challenge show on this final thing are the bananas, the CTs, the West, the laurels. Like you want to entice the big, big names for this to make it feel special. How do we know when the other shows will begin to air the ones that were filmed in the other countries? Do we have no clue timeline on that? No No idea. I can tell you that, the Argentina show is either filming or has completed. I have zero information and no one is talking about Challenge UK or Challenge Australia. Rob, fix your camera a little. Pull it like so it's like you're not like it's hang, in right hang, now. hanging out in like the, the, the bottom. Like There we go. That's better. All right, all right, I'll have to lean forward throughout this whole production. We'll, we'll make it work. You, you can't move the camera forward? You can't well, move it's plugged in right now. I told you it was He's, about to die. You, even with it show. plugged in, you can't move it. Like, is is the? I'm, I'm is gonna, it like, I can move it a little. Is this some like wall, wall mount phone charger you have? <laughs> well, it's not a very long. One. Well, no, he's got the cord that's like this long. So, really? <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, it's also like the way. Well, it's where I'm sitting compared to where the outlet is. Yeah, I can. I get it. We're just giving you a technology all, hard time. I have a touch man over here who just has outlets all around his house. Dude, the the desk that I sit on right now is like sixty percent wires. Just yeah, uh, don't you? That. I don't want if, to be if, if, if the viewers of this show could see this area right here, they would want to throw up. So, like Devin, one lightning bolt hits the wrong part of your house, and you are either electro or dead. What are you talking about, Rob? No, that's my no, no, no. I I will give Devin a pass here. That's my office. There is literally this is a computer in front of me, a microphone, a monitor, a TV, DVD, VCR because I'm ripping a bunch of VCR stuff to a hard drive. There's two external hard drives here. I have a stand up desk over here that has three laptops on it, and then I have like a full vinyl cassette, mini disc, CD setup behind me. Like this is like. This if is, lightning struck this, there would be nothing left. This is, Rob, this is, this is, how, very this vulnerable is, to a power surge. Rob, like, are you fucking Chuck from Better Call Saul? Like, no electricity anywhere in the house? You got the wires, like, ripped <laughs> no, out? I, like, I you got a lantern in there? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, okay. I don't think, I don't think, like, the wires, like, how, how is having more wires gonna, like, affect me with, if lightning strikes? Like, it's not like lightning's, like, attracted to, like, what are you talking about? You spill water in the wrong place. It's just a lot of vulnerability. Yeah, I think this is a true story. This is a very, this is the truest of true stories that sounds completely made up, but I swear on all that is holy, this story is true. So when I was in college at Florida State, so this would have been 2006, there was a housing development in Tallahassee that they started and abandoned. So there was like a bunch of homes that were like 70% complete. And the dishwasher was an illegal person from a different country. And he was squatting 
in one of these like homes. He had like a mattress, a TV, like the kitchen was built so he could use the kitchen, kind of. He literally found like eight big giant ass outdoor extension cords and wired them to one of these houses he was squatting in and he had been there for like three years. <laughs> so okay. you want to talk about a fire hazard. He had like 10 different surge protectors plugged into one extension cord. I got it. See, do you have surge protectors, Devin, or no? What do you mean surge protectors? Like, what are you talking like, <laughs> like, 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 no, like, what the fuck are you talking about, Rob? <laughs> like, is this an issue is in Washington, DC? Are people like computers getting fried? Like, <laughs> I mean, my phone does my like, like my phone does overheat quite a bit. So that's literally, really what that we're worried about me, here. That happened to me one time, like twelve, fourteen years ago, when I first got an iPhone, like the original iPhone that I had. That's when it happened to. That's literally oh, see, mine overheats every two. Every, mine overheats every two to three weeks. That's mind blowing. <laughs> that's like I can't believe that's that's a thing. That you, well, but that's always been an issue. Like I've had d- different phones, and it's always happened. That's crazy. <laughs> do you like leave your phone? Like when you park your car, do you leave? Do you your just phone? leave it in the direct no, sunlight he, on the he dashboard? Leaves it, he leaves it face up on the dashboard. Well, that's why I have the map in the car in case my phone overheats and I can get directions. <laughs> so I don't have to use the, the. I don't have to just wait around until or like what I'll usually do is I'll it'll give me the notification it's about to overheat and then I'll unplug it and then like oh leave it in God. front of the AC for a while. <laughs> this episode just, is so uh, meta and we're like, like six minutes in. Do you just stream porn on like three different like applications <laughs> on your phone God, all at the yeah, same time? No, like that, is that what's disgusting. going on? No, I'm in the car. <laughs> I know that that's how you have to get it to overheat at this point. Like <laughs> no, I'm using the Maps app. All right, I have to tell you it's guys disc- about my. Disgusting. I have to tell you guys about my trip to Mexico. Let, let's talk about the. I wouldn't even call it a trip. I was there for like five hours, but it was well, so we got, absurd. We get going on I know, so that's why I'm saying we're gonna we're gonna do this real quick. This, then I'm gonna tell you guys about that later because it was so ridiculous that I had to tell you guys this, and I thought it would make sense to wait until we were on the podcast. Let's go. Who's who's picking first, Rob? I, think I don't I even care who goes first. Trace, go first. I think Rob Rob's got it set up. All right, Rob's got it set up. So Rob's pick number one. I'll take Danny McRae first. Wow, he's an NFL player with an NBA degree. Sounds good to me. How did this just get worse for me? Why am I in charge of this? Okay, Uh, Rob, you fill it in. There we go. I'm just gonna leave this up. All you, son. He would, yeah, he wouldn't have been first for me. I've seen him play Survivor, and physically, yeah, he's I, I think he's good, too big. Physically, he's very good, but strategic, like strategically, he was fine. I just think that there are some other people that I would probably rather have, and he's going to be really quiet. I don't think he will be involved in drama in any way. You find a very good color green for this. He's yeah. not exactly someone that they would go to for confessionals either. Yeah, well, I agree with I, you there. I'm sticking, I'm sticking with him at number one. He's just a safe pick for me at number one. I have a hard time seeing you being eliminated early. All right. I, I give you that. I just, I think he's so big and he will probably be around near the end. But I just think that like, if you're trying to pick a winner here, cause he's not going to be involved in drama at all, like at all. So I just don't see that going well. So 
Um, based on his interviews and his sarcasm and everything that's going on and just his grasp of politics, I have to go with Tyson as mine. Um, as bitter and angry as he has come across with his sarcasm, my gut feeling is, is he's going to dominate this game and the chicanery in the final is going to screw him over and he's pissed off about it. So I'm going with Tyson. I think that he's kind of in this situation where I could see him go, I could see him be the first one out, right? But I could also see him go really far into the game. I, th- I think that's kind of my outlook on Tyson this season. But I think that's a really good pick because he it's definitely possible he'll be involved in drama. And he's one of the all-time great confessional givers. He's mm-hmm. that, That's something that they'll look to him a lot with i bet you could argue for a lot of people to be the biggest names i legit think tyson is the biggest get of this cast to get freaking tyson four-time survivor player winner was on winners at war like to me this is probably the biggest name that you could have gotten that's of this cast that we have who's the second biggest name um, that's a great question it's hard i would to say, probably the big brother are people who were on very recently like tiffany yeah. and kyle and xavier they were all very big characters on big well, i wouldn't even say because t- there was a big character but big names certainly on big brother um do you think but that it happened so do you think they tra- translate so well quickly. into a challenge format what do you mean you said tiffany tyler and who was the third person Tiffany, Kyland, and Xavier would be the three. Tiffany, Kyle, and Xavier. So do you think... So they were big and Xavier. They were, they were big names of Big Brother. Like, when they were on the season, they... Do- Kyland and Tiffany in particular dominated the discussion. Xavier ended up winning the season. So that... They, they were big characters on Big Brother. Um, but again, like, it happened so... It was so quick ago that it happened. It's just hard to compare that to Tyson, who's been on TV for so long. Yeah. Interesting. All right, Devin, you get two. What you got? Uh, this is the person that I probably would have picked first, just from physically. I mean, I think she could be on the regular challenge and be probably one of the best people because strategically she's arguably the best, if not one of the best. Physically, I think she's going to be one of the best women, if not the best. I'm going to pick Sarah Lucina. Um, That's a great pick. Great pick. I think she has the ability to win it all on the female side. No question. Especially when you look at the female side and it seems like from a, from a physical perspective, I don't, I guess I shouldn't say that. I was going to say, it seems like the the female side from a physical perspective seems like it's going to be an easier path compared to Mm -hmm. the men's side. But I Mm -hmm. I guess I don't really have any reason to believe that. So I kind of take that back, but. If you had to put your money on a female who could play the game physically, competitively, politically, Sarah is by far the best female you could pick. So I feel pretty comfortable with her, especially compared to some of the other people left and kind of Mm -hmm. my knowledge of them. And for my next pick, I'm going to go with Shan Smith. And pretty much for all of the reasons that I gave about Sarah, I would also give to Shan, except I think she's a little bit of a notch below Sarah. The one advantage that Shan has over Sarah is I do think that as far as confessionals go and 
potential drama, I think she might be involved in a little bit more. I think Sarah, mm-hmm. I think it's definitely possible that Sarah tries to stay under the radar just because she is a survivor winner, right? She's already made a million dollars off of this. Do we have any idea how much the winner of this will get? Do we know? Yeah, their share of a half a million. So it sounds like it's going to be their share of half a million. And based on the trailer, you have to have at least 5K to make the final. So I think we could say it's, you have the ability to win up to a quarter of a million dollars per sex, basically. Or gender, or whatever you want to say. Trace, who are the big people? So, you've watched The Amazing Race. The Amazing Race doesn't even Mm -hmm. come out every year now, does it? Or does it still? Uh, They usually get a season a year, but because of COVID, they were like two years between seasons. But they've already filmed the next season. But they they stick to a pretty strict one-season-per-year format now, because they... Quite frankly, the show can be repetitive at times. Like they'll go back to certain locations and it really just depends on where they can get clearance to shoot. So, so it just depends. So are these like old school, uh, amazing race people? Or There's only people one from- old school. There's only one old schooler. Um, Leo is the, probably the cast member that was on the furthest back. Most of the new, most of the rest of them have been on like in the last four years. And were these people that when you saw the names come up, you remembered them immediately? Like, or, or any of these people, there were, else a different way, or any of these people that you saw the name come up and you got really excited because you thought they would be good on the show? Um, one of them, yes, but for his personality. The one that's going to be, I think, competitive physically, I wasn't really excited. I just went, he's got a real shot to win. Who's that? Because he's just a great physical person. Um, I don't want to say because I don't want to yeah, affect my draft here. Close to his chest here I'm, I'm trying to answer I'm your trying question get... while also keeping my cards right I mean, here. Th- th- this is a cast well, preview. Well, I'm trying, we'll I'm get, trying we'll to get like, there eventually. I'm trying to like. You're trying. You're trying. There. We'll I, I understand. We'll, we'll get there as I pick. All right, go. Yeah, so, yeah. So as pick. we get picks here. Um, so you took both of the two people I really wanted after that. So kudos to you on that. Um, I feel like the drop off on the female cast happens after this person. So I'm going to go with Tasha just because I think she's a train wreck and she's going to be involved in conflict. Yeah, I don't think train wreck, I think it's strong. Dude, I don't think she's gonna be very. <laughs> Trainwreck is not too strong with Tasha. Oh, uh, well, she's it's, yeah. She always had such mixed, I feel like, opinions of her. Because uh, it seemed like the rest of the cast did not like her very much in Cambodia, but she was pretty popular with everybody after uh, Kagayan. So I don't know what that means, really. But she I, just I has a very strong personality, and I think even though she's on the older side of the female cast. I think she's actually the oldest female cast member. I just think she's not going to take shit from people, so she will be involved in conflict. I don't know how she's actually going to perform here. I don't even know that... I don't even know that she's going to compete well. I am... A lot of the way that I'm judging my draft, for those of you listening slash watching, is 
this show is going to be on CBS, and I don't see them editing it like political CrossFit. I feel like the personalities and the stories are going to be more front and center, and I think Tasha has the potential to get a lot of screen time because of that. So, there's my reasoning. <laughs> Rob. Okay. Um, first pick I'll take Xavier, uh, former winner of Big Brother. I think we'll add that'll be a storyline. He's also just in exceptional shape, which is going to help on the show. Uh, following that up, there's, there's two names I'm stuck between here. Um, I don't know that either of you guys really are hurting for either of them. Uh, so I'll, I'll take, uh, Cache Proudfoot. Number one reason because that's a fantastic name, but beyond that, um, she, she, I forget what her collegiate background was. I believe it was, um, if she was like a dancer or if she was just like a track mm-hmm. athlete or whatever, but she, she seems like she's in great shape and she did have an athletic background and she was a very polarizing character from what I could find. So I, gotcha. I think all, all those things blending together it makes for a decent pick here in the third round. Okay. Cachet. Since I know nothing about these big or Love Island people at all, like I'm just going to take your word for it. I got nothing. I don't even know how to handicap that. So, um, I'm going to stick with my big personality motif here, just because this guy and Devin will probably have a different opinion. I think this guy is delusional at how good he is at times, and. I think that he's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way, so it's going to cause conflict. I'm going to take Ben from Survivor. How good does I mean, Devin think he is? Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's good at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's not, but he's he's delusional. Like, he thinks he's really good. And so he's going to grate on people. Like, I don't Dude, know it was like, he was like some exceptional player. It's just because, I mean, like, a lot of people that have won aren't really like that great, great of survivor players. Like, I mean, he's no. like yeah. case in point. Like if, if you, I think w- when they do winner rankings for survivor, right. He's one of the ones that are like consistent. He's in the back bottom. half. I he's mean, back yeah, half. to put it, generous. I think he's like bottom four, bottom five typically. Right. Yeah. He's not quite that bad. I would put yeah, him like is. maybe like in the, I would put him in the low 20, like high twenties, like, like 28, 29. I would put him lower. I mean, I just, it was I. I couldn't. I couldn't believe he won. Right. I mean, and I think a lot of it was I. I don't remember specifically at the time because this was years ago, but a lot of it was his situation. Right. I. I mean, I think it's. It's in, and I think potentially. I don't want to get into this. I'm not going to say it. Uh, I don't want to. Yeah, get well, us, let's like, not get into that. I know where you're going. That's not a guess, but that's a rail we don't need to go down. So. But, uh, yeah, I don't think he's. I, I don't know. Like physically, certainly, I think certainly, fine. you would say with Ben, if the twelve most like analytical Survivor fans were voting instead of as the jury, which isn't a good way to do it because that's not how the game works. But if that was the case, he would not have won. So the, I think he could potentially. I think he could potentially do well in this game because I think we haven't talked about this. I there's a good chance that it seems like the Survivor people are going to stick together. Right, that there will be some type of survivor alliance, and if he's part of that, I think that that's going to benefit him immensely. Mm -hmm. Oh, my thing is, I would think all of the shows are going to have some type of agreement going in. You don't think so? I think that's possible, but if you had to bet on which group is more likely to be able to stick together and be able to 
move that house in a direct direction that benefits them, who would you put your money on? Big Brother and Survivor. Well, right? like the don't interesting you... thing is that Big Brother, mostly a lot of these Big Brother people are all from that same season. Like Tiffany, Aza, um, Derek Shaw, Xavier, and Kylan were all from the same season. And five of those six, well, five, yeah, five of those six were in, or is that four? Five, four of those five, excuse me. Um, we're in a very committed alliance together. That alliance broke down, obviously, at the end, like all alliances do in those games. And there, there did seem to be some, some, some pretty significant emotion between that. So maybe that won't carry over. But there's definitely a working history there for a lot of them. Yeah. yeah and I mean, there are further survivor people too, right? Three of them were on the same season. And Ben was on a season with Desi, you know? So there, there are a number of people that have played together. Yeah, I think I, I think that's going to be – I think what that really means is just since the Amazing Grace people are so down in the numbers, then that's a problem for them more than anything. How are they down in the numbers? And there's less was, Amazing Race people? There's, there's like less of them. Of, how many of them are there? There's like four of them, right? I think there's one female and might only be three. two dudes, so I think it's three. Yeah. <clears> there's <throat> barely any of them on. If anything, I think it will allow them to skate by. I think Love Island probably has the bigger target because the way the CBS people probably look at it is, hey, the original reality shows are these three. Who the hell is Love Island and why do we care? I think Love Island actually has a bigger oh, problem see, I politically. Think so. I think <clears> that they'll <throat> just perceive them as dumb. Well, that also <laughs> makes them easy targets, too. Well, but I feel like what they're going to try to do is just, like, either side is going to try to manipulate them because they think they're idiots. And if you get, like, enough of them, you'll, you'll have a whole voting block that'll help you take out the other side. All right. We should probably try and zip through this. Uh, so yeah. yeah, we got to get going. So, All right, what you got, Devin? I'll go Desi Williams for... That's a good pick. Pretty <laughs> much. I, I think she's... Well, is she, wait, a... is she on the cast, Devin? Yes. Yeah. Sure? I think she's on the I'm cast for sure. Right I see her picture on my screen right now as a cast member. She was in the preview videos too. But they yeah, on YouTube. Okay. Is she not on your list? She wasn't on the photo because she was an alternate. I don't think she was on the photograph list. Yeah, she's on. Okay, I mean, no, unless... def- no, you guys are no, you guys are that she- you guys are right that she's on. My apologies. I didn't have her on the initial. Actually, it was a problem to have her on the initial Google Doc because I assumed we were sixteen. Um, we're running off fumes here. I apologize, but yeah, she's on. I that, think that's my fault. I think she's suited to be a better challenge player than a survivor player. Politically, she's very good. Uh, strategically, I mean, she would she she's good enough. She's good enough at all those areas. Physically, she seems like she's going to be very good, which is much more of a factor in the challenge than it is survivor. And I think that's why she will hopefully be more accomplished in this season than she was on her original season of Heroes, Healers, Hustlers. For my next pick, I will go... Let's see here. Um, I will go with... Because I already have three women, I will go with Kylan Young, Big Brother 23. Um, That's a good pick. Alright, Trace, go ahead. All right. <clears throat> I'm glad that he has skated this far because of your lack of knowledge of the Amazing Race. I'm going to take James Wallington uh, from Amazing Race 32. He was by far one of the more like all around athletic people to ever do the Amazing Race. And I remember episode one going, he is going to win this season. 
and he like hikes mountains for fun, super agile. He's not over six feet tall, but he's also not super scrawny. Like he's in really good shape. If he can navigate the politics and he makes the final, I think he's winning the final. But he's going to have to navigate the politics, and he didn't have to navigate politics on the Amazing Race. It's so funny. That is the question actually, mark. I have a friend who knows James's doesn't really like has a. I have a mutual connection that knows James's spouse, so um, that is uh, so he he was of interest to me. Um, yep. But you know, wait, wait a little bit too long to pick him, I guess. Uh, for me, so James off the board, I will take um, Angela from Big Brother um, 20, I believe it is. Yeah, Big Brother 20. Just She has an athletic background, and she was a polarizing enough character on Big Brother that, to me, she's worth taking care of. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, <clears throat> let's see. There's no one who's screaming out to me. I'll take Dom. I guess I'll get a piece of that Survivor Alliance if that really steamrolls. And I, I maybe partially is this just I'm the one person who actually likes Ghost Island, but I, I enjoyed him on that season. So um, I think he'll, he'll be a presence in the house. All righty. All right. So it's back to me. Um, similarly to my last pick, I'm going to take Kayla Lee from Amazing Race 33. Um, she did not win. But what really I think people should watch for with her is she is like the stereotypical CBS would want her to do well type cast member. Um, when she started the, this, the season she was on was the one that they got like three episodes in and they shut down for over a year for COVID and came back and finished it. She kind of struggled in the first go round, but they were still towards like the middle of the pack. When she came back, she was in better shape and she seemed to understand, like, I have to do better than this. And she showed up really ready to run and play. And it was actually her partner, I think, that cost her the win on Amazing Race 33. And I think if, once again, if she can navigate the politics, I think she is a favorite to win the final, provided she's not staring across against Sarah Lucina. If Sarah gets out, Kayla's got a good shot at it. I still think Sarah's going to probably cakewalk this on the female side in terms of winning this, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. She said in her preview video, Sarah said that she did seven marathons on seven continents in seven days, which I don't even know how that's like. What? I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah, I don't know how that's possible, um, but that's what she said. Well, we know Crazy, what she right? spent her million on, I guess. Yeah, so she got paid to serve as like some sort of celebrity, you know, deal with celebrity promo. I mean, she ran seven marathons, and she didn't say she won. I mean, she could. No, she, I mean, even do okay, half a jog though. Yeah, I mean, it's still a hard thing to do. Like, they, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like I don't, I don't get how you do that. Possible. I don't. She think said that's she, did possible. she said I she did it. She said she did. Some background on this, like full marathon. It is because, like, it just doesn't seem like there's enough time. Right to like travel, like when you factor in the t- time to travel to like. Eat to me, the Australia one is the one that kills you because just getting from Australia to anywhere is like a twelve or fourteen hour flight to another continent. It's also like, I mean, do you do one in Australia and then one in Asia in the same day, so then you have enough time to travel over the to Atlantic Europe, Pacific Ocean? You go, you go Australia, Asia, Asia. 
Uh, Europe, Africa, Africa, Europe, Europe, Africa. No, I think you go Europe, Africa. Go down, and then you go South America, South America, and, and then you, you finish in like California. When do you hit Antarctica? Well, you That's can't the do one that I don't get. Homie, what? No, come on. That's what she said. I'm telling you, dude. I don't know how you do that. That's my oh, question. Like, I just I question the validity of her statement. Here, I'm looking it up right now. If there's a marathon, I guarantee you there is. You know, you know, there's an amongst two seven and seven continents, which you count. Seven how do you? How do you? It's December 2022. We can join right now if we. Uh, oh no, it's 2022. In Antarctica? Oh no, yeah, December 2022. We can do it right now. Since 2005, let's do it. I couldn't run a marathon in my own town, much less Antarctica. So. The most I've ever ran is a 10K, and that was a long time ago. Where are you going? Just around icebergs? It's on ice. Well, not all of Antarctica is under ice. That is a misnomer. If you are on one of the coasts, there are areas that are not ice. It's not like the Arctic, where it legit is all ice. We gotta keep moving here. We gotta keep moving. All right, 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 so who are you picking? That that deserves further exploration. I'll take... uh, God. All right, we're already to the point where like, who who the hell knows? Who knows? All right, I'm gonna go David Alexander because maybe the Big Brother Alliance lasts for a while, and then I'll go uh, Tiffany Mitchell, Big Brother as well. So Tiffany and who? Sorry, David, David Alexander. Wasn't he spoke supposed to be on the challenge at one point in time? I don't believe so. No, that name sounds really familiar for some reason. I mean, he's been around the Big Brother community for some time. I mean, I don't even... What do I do here? Like, I don't know any of these other people, really. This is our fault for doing having poor research before uh, the show and recording. I mean, there's also the not a lot about some of these people either. No, like, what fair. are you supposed to do? Like, That's fair. I guess I'm just going to pick Alyssa. All right, cool. I don't know who she is or why. It just... <laughs> She's 25. Great. She's young, so maybe she'll have some endurance. I don't know. Maybe a little more drama being in the Gen Z late millennial category, I guess. Oh, what, what are you insinuating here, Trey? Y'all are way more dramatic than my generation. Oh, please. We all know who the most dramatic person on this show is, and it, it, it is not the Gen Z. Um, I'll go Christmas, I guess. She, she was considered an athletic threat on her season of Big Brother, which is I, all, all i got to work with here. Who would um, you pick? Uh, Christmas. She was almost on the oh, challenge. Oh, cr- okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. After that... It's back to me start, again? Should I start taking some of these? No, i got one more. Should I start taking some of these Love Island jabronis? That was um, a good brother. You already took one. You took Cachet, couldn't so he, couldn't he? Yeah. But, I'll, I'll you have it. broken the. You have broken it. I'll so it's Cinco. Cinco was a former football player. It's good enough for me. The thing with the that's Lebanon, who I was thinking. So the thing with the Love Island uh. people is, I could easily just see it turning into Big Brother and Survivor. Just like throw the Love Island people in against each other for the first few weeks. You know, couldn't you easily see that? Oh happening? yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of completely. Of completely. Course. All right. I guess. Even though I don't think he's going to be a good competitor, like he's a little shrimpy dude, but he's really funny, so he might get a lot of confessionals. I'm going to take uh, Leo from Amazing Race. So I guess I've 
captured all of the amazing race cast members that are on this. He's funny, so at least he'll be entertaining however long he's on. I don't know that he'll be there very long. I'm going to go Giovanni Vega, just because it seems like he was in decent shape. <laughs> about all I, I, mean, I feel like most of these people are in decent shape, right? At least. Most of them, yes. I mean, Dom doesn't seem like he's in decent shape. <laughs> you know, I think he's in. He's well. I think he I said know. it himself on his video. That was like the one thing that he said, or one of the things that he said is he wished he had more time to prepare physically. Okay, wow, that's not great. But what can you do? <laughs> I mean, my thing is, is always like I always wonder with these people on TV, where do they compare in terms of physique to like average people? Like, if I'm on this show, where do I rank in terms of uh, physicality? You're probably higher than the average viewer. Yes. I would say that you're probably at least (laughs) the average viewer is probably me, which means they're about 15 to 20 pounds higher weight than they should be. Uh, And then you know, fuck it. I'm going to go I'll go Shannon Sinclair. You know, she's smoking hot. Why not? (laughs) Let's do it. Yeah, you might as well. <laughs> it's just like who the fuck knows, man. I don't know. Um, man, who else Again, is left? For that... people who are just watching this, we are typically much more informed than we are about this guy. I feel like if you're watching this, you probably realize that we know a lot about the challenge. We know, and we know a good amount about Survivor. Everything else, good luck. <laughs> so I, I guess. Uh, I don't... That's why we can I fly through these last rounds. Yeah, I'm... I'm just trying to even just line up who the hell these people are. I guess I'm going to take Azaw. Yeah, she, that's, that's a good pick. She was she was a big enough character on Big Brother. Well, she'll, she'll get some screen time. I think it's Aza, by the way, as well, um, Trace. Uh, Aza. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'll take <laughs> I'll take Enzo. He's just another one of these guys where he's a big enough name where you think they'd like to feature him a little bit. Um. Okay. Um. Has Justine been selected? Nope. She's on the board. Let's roll with that. I'll go with Justine. Okay. I don't... Let's see. Who... Who is this person? Uh, I I guess... I don't know. I, we gotta get moving here, bro. We gotta, we gotta get moving. Let's go. Let's sure, Josh. Go. I will take Josh. I don't know who the hell he is, but sure. Wait, no. He's an alternate. Never mind. I don't want Josh. Uh, alternate. It's what I was. It's what I've got on my list. Is he's an alternate? Uh, I'll take Kyra Green. I don't know who she is or anything. I'll take. Okay. Is he listening on the main is Derek, Has Derek Zhao been taken yet? No. He looks like he could, you know, mix it up out there. Why is no one fake taking him? Because uh, like uh, we don't know anything. Well, I, I, I actually I probably should have taken him because he he is he was another one of these Big Brother twenty three people who I, I just think there's a chance they like the focus of the show. He looks like he could do some stuff. Um, I'll okay. take him. Well, you can have him. <laughs> and then... Uh, 
I'll take Cashel Barnett. Oh, darn. I wanted him. Just because I already had Cachet. Might as well have Cachet and Cachel. But no, it was not meant to be. So, if Kyra's off the board, I took her. I guess I'm going to take Selly Vazquez. Okay. Any significant reason why they're a big T, or we're just we're just shooting? I just head. need to pick a person, and it sounds like a fun name, so I'm gonna go with that. It is a fun that. name. I'll give you that. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're gonna end up with two people unselected here, which is abnormal for us, but that's just kind of how the cookie crumbled here. Um, yeah. I want to take a Love Island person I don't know anything about, or um, Chorus Chorus, another Love Island person I don't know anything about. Okay. We'll, we'll go with uh, Olivia. All right. All right. That's a cast. Um, We're actually looking forward to watching this. At least yeah. I am. I'm I actually, think- like, very intrigued. I think this actually could be very good. And so... I might not know a lot of these people, but I'm interested in it. And that's more than I can say for a lot of the cast of season 37. So it seems like they are giving, and you can stop sharing the screen too, I guess, but uh, it seems like they're giving TJ a lot more freedom with what he does than they do on MTV or all stars. Yeah. Well, most of the hosts on these CBS shows do have quite a bit of autonomy. I mean, folks obviously does, but even your, um, uh, What's her name? Julie Chen from Big Brother. She she has a lot of like, like actual control or, or a bigger role. Right? Same with like, Phil on Amazing Race. Yeah, bigger role. Yeah, it's interesting yep. too because like probes at times it just feels like part of the cast on Survivor. I never really feel that part way about TJ. I also enjoy how probes ever always frames all decisions as we. He'll say we came up with this, which for him is accurate because he's a very big part of the decision making process for Survivor. Whereas TJ always says I is like my final or whatever I. My did. final. We and know he didn't design that final. He did. Like he might not even know what it is before they go do it. No, he does because he has to know where he has to be for his next setup. So yeah, he at least knows, but he's not involved. So all right, Devin, tell your story. Let's get out of here. I wouldn't think oh. we have time for that. It's two o'clock. Yeah, we do. We got it. We can fly this to this real quick. Uh. So, my roommate and I went to Tijuana with a friend that was in town that I had not seen in... Make sure your daughter is out of the room for this story, by the way. Yeah. She is definitely not in the room. If they're sensitive, (laughs) I'm going to leave out a lot of the, like... (laughs) So, like, I I, I told my roommate that we need... So, with a friend that I hadn't seen in 12 years, right? We, We went down there, the three of us, and... It was so absurd that last night I told him we needed to come up with like a power ranking of things about my friend that were the most absurd uh, that he told us or happened while we were there. And I'm going to leave like I'm going to cut out a lot of the things that Rob's Rob's going to want to shut this off like moments into this. And I'm leaving off the stuff that would I'm already I'm already somewhat concerned. He's already checked out. Let's go. Get on it. Number number three. And I'm going to be getting a couple phone calls. Number three, he told us that the amount of times that he had COVID is the same amount of times that he's had chlamydia. How many times (laughs) has he had both? Four. Uh, 
I'm not participating in this exercise. Rob, come on! Where are you <laughs> participating? We'll say three. Five. <laughs> how, is it, how, is it, how is it possible to have COVID five times? How is that possible? What's his, what's his, is, is, are those confirmed positive tests? It sounds like it, yeah. I mean, Devin, you said The at-home test can be very inaccurate. I can ask him. Let, 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 let's just imagine that it is. I'll, I'll message him after this and be like, did you test positive five times? Okay. Keep yeah. going. Okay. Keep going. The second one was, as we were leaving, it's like one o'clock in the morning. We're tapped out. It's, it's time to go home. And we're like going back towards where the taxis are to take us back to the border. And he's like, hold on a minute. I'm going to go get one of these Tijuana street hookers real quick. I'm going to need like 20 minutes. And so he like walks off to the corner and we're standing across the street and we see him like go up to this group of three people and he puts his arm around one. They start walking around the corner and then all of a sudden we see him stop on a dime and start moving aggressively quickly towards us. And we were like, what the fuck happened? And he goes, it was a trans person. And we were like, oh my god. <laughs> we, this is, we're, we're getting in really bad territory now. There's Number one. Calls about this one. We're not putting down that person. We are just saying he made yes. a decision to run. That, so we are nothing, not passing any judgment on anybody. That, right? That just wasn't what he was interested in. That's not, that's what, not he, what he was interested in. That's, that's not what he thought he was, he was, uh, what was going <laughs> It's to not what he thought he was soliciting. Number one. <laughs> The entire reason that he was in San Diego to begin with was because he had paid a coyote $3,000 to have this his girlfriend transported from Mexico across the border. And he was in Mexico to or in San Diego at the border to pick up his girlfriend's dog who was this like 4-pound chihuahua who was being taken across by some guy picked up the dog and then was going to drive to Arizona to pick up his girlfriend and go home. How insane is that? <laughs> Again, Devin, I work I've been, with a federal. I work in federal immigration uh, contracting. I haven't. I haven't seen. I haven't seen I'm, this guy I'm in twelve getting... years. I haven't seen this guy in twelve years, and he's there to literally pick up his girlfriend, who he's having smuggled across the border by a coyote. This, this is going on. The Good times. Time. I thought it was insane. Good times. All right. This is, go- this is going We on can just video. blur Rob out on the video. He doesn't, he well, didn't change his voice during this time. It says original Tiger King. <laughs> it doesn't say Rob McIntyre. <laughs> the original cold. Tiger King. <laughs> All right. I don't know where we can end any better. We're going to cover, we, I guess we haven't said it explicitly. We're going to cover Challenge USA. It'll probably be released Thursday, Friday. Every week, especially now that All Stars isn't going to happen. If this is going to be on the public feed, we've been doing All Stars. God help me now. What? (laughs) This is going to be on the public. How about this? Here, here, Rob. We will cut the story from Tijuana off and make it. You have to pay Patreon to hear just that, and we will post audio of this story just on Patreon. There you go. Well, we'll cut it off. We'll leave a bleep sound for six seconds, and then that can go on the Patreon feed. And then I'm not getting, I'm not being uh, brought in for. It's not in the public domain at that point. All right, all right. We'll fix that. All right, let's go. Finish it off, Devin. Let's go. We'll talk to everyone soon.